Welcome to the E2A Flippers podcast. I'm your host, Steve Rakin, and this show is dedicated to helping you make more money by flipping physical products from eBay to Amazon.com. If that's what you're here to learn, then you're in the right place. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Steve here, Rakin Profit, back to you with another episode of the E2A Flippers podcast. And in today's podcast, what I want to discuss are the 10 highest leverage activities that I'm going to be focusing on in my business when it comes to my eBay to Amazon flipping business in 2024. Now, it's very important, especially if you have a team, to understand and fully recognize what is your role. What is your role on the team? Now, if you're a one-man, one-woman show and you don't have a team and you don't have virtual assistants, you don't have people you know, helping to list and ship and source and manage your inventory and repricing, then you don't have to watch this video. It's not for you. But it's very important, especially if you have a team, to understand what's your role. What are the things that you need to focus on? What are the things that you, right, can do to be able to grow your business? Because one of the challenges I've dealt with over the years as I've grown my various businesses, especially the businesses where, you know, I have a team and I'm not a one-man show, is sometimes I take on other people's roles. I try to do everything. I try to wear every hat. And the truth is, as a CEO, as the owner of your business, you have to understand there's a few things that you should be focusing on to grow your business, especially if your business is past the beginner stage and it's a bit more mature and you've got a bunch of systems and you have a team, so on and so forth. So I'm going to just go through these highest leverage activities. And if you are watching on YouTube right now, then you might see me looking over to the left. I've got my handy dandy little computer here because I've got a lot of notes. If you're listening on the podcast, hey, thanks for listening on the podcast. I appreciate you guys. You won't see me looking over at my computer, but let's get right into it, okay? So number one, and these aren't in any particular order. I just put them randomly. But number one is setting goals for the team in all areas of the Amazon business. And that includes setting sales goals, KPI goals, which are key performance indicators. These are indicators that you could look at weekly, monthly basis to see if your business is moving in the right direction or if it's off track, sell-through rates on products, product selection, and much more. So as someone who owns the company, right, my Amazon business, and I have a team, it's my role to be able to set the vision. I have to set the intent. I have to set the focus for the business. So that's something that I focus on on a regular basis is making sure the team is on track with the goals, setting the vision and just making sure everybody is moving in a uniform direction, right? Or in unison, right? However you say that. Number two, maintaining a healthy culture for our Amazon team and making sure everyone is happy and productive. So again, as the leader, right, of my business, and you might be in that, in the same shoes where you have a team, it's up to you to set the standard, right? In terms of the culture, how people behave, their attitudes, and making sure that folks are happy, making sure that they're paid well, that they're being compensated for their hard work, that they're happy. Because I tell you right now, if you have employees or virtual assistants who are unhappy, you mistreat them, you make them feel bad, they don't feel recognized, they're not going to work as hard for you. They're not going to stay long-term and it's going to create turmoil in your business long-term, okay? So maintaining a healthy culture. Number three, I'm responsible for hiring A-plus players. So making sure if a sourcer leaves or if somebody on my team leaves, I only have four people on my team. I have two sourcers and then I have a couple of folks who deal with some backend stuff. If somebody leaves or if somebody's not working out, it's my job, at least at this time, 
to hire people. Now, I do have folks who can help with this process, but it's really up to me. It's my role to make sure that I'm hiring really great players for the team, okay? Which is a process and is very time-consuming. Uh, next is supporting the team with useful feedback, investing in ongoing education, and overcoming high-level challenges. So there's a lot to unpack right here, but essentially, if you have a team of virtual assistants or employees, you have to understand first and foremost, nobody's going to care about your business as much as you, okay? And typically, nobody's going to know as much as you, even though folks on your team may be better in certain areas, it's up to you to make sure that you course correct and give feedback to your team. So if your sourcers you know, are making bad buys, essentially, if there's shortcomings on your team with sourcing or listing or shipping or issues or folks are at following different systems and whatnot, it's up to you to give feedback. This is one of the biggest mistakes people make when they're building their team and they're like, this isn't working. I was better just being a one-man, one-woman show. The problem is you're not keeping up with it. You have to keep up with giving feedback, course correcting, and making sure that you invest in your team, right? So a lot of my students do is they actually put their virtual assistants through the eBay to Amazon Masterclass. They enroll them in the Virtual Assistant Training Academy, right? They put them into reselling freedom. So then you don't have to be as hands-on. You join my programs, which again, I'm not here to convince you to do it, but <laughs> this is what I do as well. I put my virtual assistants through reselling freedom, through the eBay to Amazon Masterclass, through the VA Training Academy, where there's you know ongoing weekly coaching and support in a community. But again, you can't just outsource everything to you know all the coaching. You still have to make sure that you're there for them and you're helping them and you're giving them feedback. And really, as the leader, as the CEO, you have to make sure that if there's big overarching problems or issues in the business, that you're there to help support the team or find solutions to fix the problem. So that's really one of my main roles in my Amazon business now, as I really step away from doing a lot of the sourcing, listing, and shipping. Next up, ensuring we maintain our SOPs, our standard operating procedures, workflows in the business, and assisting with developing new ones. So again, as you start to, I don't want to say move up the ranks, but as you build a team and you're more dealing with higher level stuff, it's your responsibility and my responsibility, I guess I should only be speaking for myself, to make sure the team is following our standard operating procedures. We call it in my business, the rake and recipe. You could have your own name, but we have a recipe for success when it comes to our different businesses. Speaking just of our Amazon business, we have a rake and recipe. We have a recipe kind of like you know, if you're in a kitchen and you've got certain sequence and ingredients and a recipe to make amazing meatloaf, there's a recipe for getting a result in your Amazon business that maybe is a 40% ROI profit item that flips within 30 days or less. So we have a recipe to help keep our account clean, to flip items fast. And this recipe is not perfect, right? I've only been doing this eBay to Amazon business, this particular model for, you know, two and a half years. So the recipe is not perfected, Right. But we have a recipe that we're following, and it's my job to make sure the team is following that recipe. Next up is identifying problems and challenges with the business, implementing changes if we fall short. So I already mentioned that, but one big tip that I can give everybody is to make sure that you have KPIs. These are key performance indicators, okay? So this could be, you know, an example of that could be how many items did you list and ship, Okay, so that could be one KPI that you track each and every week. Another KPI could be your return rate. Another KPI could be the number of items in inventory. So we have a list of, you know, 10 to 15 KPIs that we keep track of each and every week. And these are almost like uh, leading indicators. They let us know in advance if these metrics fall from where we want them, 
then we know that our goals, our outcome goals are going to be affected in one, two, three, four weeks, a month or two. So it's really important to, you know, make sure your team is on course, not just with staying busy and doing things, but making sure your KPIs are hit. And this is one of the biggest things that I learned from attending Tony Robbins Business Mastery event. It talked a whole bunch about this. I would definitely recommend, I mean, you don't have to join that event it was expensive, but go on YouTube and type in, you know, how to create KPIs for my business. And it's really, really important. Another key responsibility for me is building relationships with suppliers, with prep centers, and also networking, right? Networking with other Amazon sellers and people in the business to be able to learn different tips and tricks to be able to optimize the business, right? So building relationships in business, as corny as it sounds, it is really, really important, not only from a B2B standpoint, you know, building relationships with prep centers or maybe software providers, but also other sellers because you don't know what you don't know. And I can tell you right now, I'm not the brightest bulb out there and there's a lot of different parts of my business that I know I could optimize and improve. And, you know, you learn a lot of that from networking with people, attending events. That's a big thing that I want to make sure I continue to focus on. Also, another thing is ensuring our Amazon account stays healthy and implementing systems to mitigate risk with terms of service, legal, and compliance. So as much as I can create systems and processes in the business to keep our accounts safe, it's up to me to make sure that the team is really following all of our rules. And we have a ton of processes and rules and different, I don't know, just like things that we do and things we refuse to do because it creates too much risk, especially in an eBay to Amazon flipping business. So that's a big thing to make sure that all of our systems, our workflows, our processes from sourcing and listing, everything complies with Amazon to keep our accounts safe. There's no promises. There could be a day where I say, hey, I got kicked off of Amazon. I mean, it could happen, right? But I'm trying to do everything in my power to make sure that we keep our accounts safe. And that's a big role of mine. And last but not least is bookkeeping and taxes management. Now, a lot of you guys are probably going to ask, how do you do your bookkeeping and taxes, so on and so forth? I have a team that helps with this. So we actually have three bookkeepers on our team. Now, you have to understand, I'm not just running an Amazon business. We have real estate. We have multiple income streams and coaching and consulting and YouTube. And there's just a lot of different income streams that are built off of that. And we like to track our numbers meticulously because, again, it's hard to manage what you don't track, right? So we track all of our numbers. We want to make sure that we're compliant. We want to make sure that at the end of the year, I've dealt with so many years in the past where I was so freaking stressed out. I mean, I'll tell you right now, we invest a lot of time and money each year into bookkeeping. We have one accountant, right? It's a CPA. We use QuickBooks. We also have some custom Google Sheets that we create for our own team and for the different parts of the business. But you know, I'm not the most knowledgeable with this. I mean, I have some videos on my channel that talk about some of the basics, but I have a team that helps with this. But it's really my job and my role to make sure that the team is following, that they're keeping the numbers up to date, and that we're just making sure that everything's integrated to make sure we comply and we stay up to date with our bookkeeping and taxes. So those are my high leverage activities. You might be thinking, Steve, what about like sourcing and what about listing and shipping and fixing high pricing errors and all that. I've outsourced almost all of that. Now, really, again, at this point in my business, I'm really focused more on a high level basis, I guess you can call it, right? My whole job is to manage this business and to get it working without me. That's a real business. A business is a system. A business is a workflow that happens without you. Now, obviously, you still need to be a part of it to an extent, unless you hire someone to really run the whole operation. But my goal is to spend, you know, five hours or less week in the business. And these are the main things that I'm going to be focused on unless something happens and I have to step in. So 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to go over to the E2A Flippers podcast on Apple. Leave a positive review. If you want to watch the video version of this, you could always go to YouTube at Rake and Profit and subscribe. And if you guys want to take your eBay to Amazon flipping business to the next level where you want to start, you just want me to help you and coach you, check out my eBay to Amazon masterclass, okay? You can check that out at rakeandprofit.com forward slash E2A masterclass. We actually have over 100 brand new videos coming, hopefully very soon within the first quarter to update everything in the masterclass. Now the masterclass is updated, it's good to go, but I've optimized, I guess a better word is optimized. I've optimized my business so much in the last six months that I feel like I'd be doing you guys a disservice to not like optimize every single video. So we've got over 100 new videos that are coming soon. But again, get into the masterclass, implement it, take action, and I can't wait to be able to help you guys. Thanks so much. Bye.